welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Hey, Stella. Hi, New Mexico. I hope we get a little bit of respite from the heat this week. I heard we were going to. Oh, I'm going to go to Colorado for the You're next You're going to go where the coolness is. That's right. <laughs> it's 20 degrees cooler in, in Colorado where I'm going. Nice. Yes, I'm going to go there and escape it. You know, I, I don't know about you and a lot of other people, but for ever since this heat has been going on, well, it's been a couple of weeks now. I've been feeling really kind of sick and nauseous, like sick to my stomach and weak and like even feeling like I'm going to pass out from time to time. That's going to convince you that you have to go to heaven. You can't even take the heat down here. Imagine the heat in hell. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't want to go there. No, no, no. nobody does. A lot of these Democrats, that's where they're going to be going. So they need to be thinking about that. You know, these, these corrupt Democrats that are that are pushing all this corruption and, and crime and stuff like that, if if they're miserable in this heat, just think about just in, in the afterlife. Three times worse, it's probably. Be way worse than that. Oh, yeah. And it's never going to end. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's never going to end. Yeah, so, uh, oh, by the way, I, I want to tell you guys about, I, I did like a special edition show that was streamed only on Wednesday uh, with my good friend Corrine Rios and we had a couple other people's uh, for a couple other people had uh, moms for Liberty we had mass uh, mass uh, resistance I like that uh, people from there had uh, Sarah 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 Jane Allen on with us as a guest and uh, we're doing like a like a three-part special on informing parents about this all of this woke nonsense going on in the schools and so we did our first episode that you can find that on Facebook Twitter and Rumble and watch the playback it's streaming only so it's not gonna be on the radio station uh, and we're gonna be doing that every Wednesday uh, for the next two Wednesdays and uh, we're, we're going to be next week we're going to be talking about the how they're pushing the transgenderism on the children and a little bit of information that you may not know understand or know we've actually got a detransitioned uh, person that's coming on with us that's going to talk about her experience and I, I think you're going to be a little shocked when you hear about some of this stuff so anyway you, you want to watch that show um, send us your questions comments back at freedom speak nm.com and the phone lines are open 505-444-5059 if you want to call in and join the conversation so we were watching before the break we were watching this um video of uh this january 6th gulag prisoner ryan samsel prisoner of war political prisoner I'm sorry. I, I it can't be considered any well anything else. He's not receiving his uh, due process. He's he he didn't get his free lawyer, which I'm sure his finances have been completely destroyed at this point. Um, and everything in his life, it's 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 a wonder. He he probably won't even have a life to come back to uh, if he ever finally gets out. But he mentioned something about a five k one plea deal. Now. I want to talk about that a little bit because he mentioned that. And if you go to uh, fastlawpc.com and search for 5K1 letter, you're going to find that on there. And it says here that a 5K1 letter is a document that the U.S. Attorney's Office files with the federal district court judge to seek leniency on your behalf with the court at sentencing 5K1 letters, which are also disparagingly called snitch letters— or snitch credit are given to defendants who cooperate with the government and provide substantial assistance in the investigation or apprehension of others for criminal conduct. Now, 
I've heard this from multiple people. This is not made up. I know this 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 guy mentioned it. I've heard other people mention this as well. Uh, I've heard other people that have, you know, just given that, and it's like, oh, I don't want to f- spend the rest of my life in jail or God knows how long uh, because uh, they're not going to give me my due process. So uh, they offer you this 5K1 deal, okay? Basically what that is is, like I said, a snitch letter, okay? Okay, well, if you'll... Uh, you know, uh, roll over on one of your friends so that we can uh, drag them in and throw them in a gulag too, then we'll uh, let you out, uh, you know, for time served or some, you know, BS whatever charge, and, and then you'll be free. But unless you agree to this, we will keep you in this gulag in solitary confinement without any due process, without any speedy trial for the indefinite future. This is what they're doing to these people. This is what they're doing. So let me see if I understand this right. This five K one is what they used to use with the mafia people. That uh, actually there were informants that came out and said, "Okay, this is the this is the head guy." This you know they informed and ratted everybody out basically. But at least they didn't they get to uh, have witness protection program of some kind where they sent them off where maybe the mafia would never find them and get them. And oh, I think the mafia got way better treatment. Yep. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I really do. No, I mean, they got protected. They did yeah. get sent somewhere where they could live their life. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, this is not going to happen to you, these guys. You, you snitch out the, the bigger fish, mm-hmm. and then we'll give you uh, witness protection. We'll change your identity. We'll send you off somewhere, and uh, nobody will ever know where you are. That's what it used to be. Yes. But I bet you right now, if he even considered going with them, or trying to get information from that they want, he he will get the five K one without the protection. They'll throw him back out there and let the Democrats deal with him or something. Oh yeah, I don't I don't. That's why he d- doesn't feel very protected, especially what he's been through already. No due process at all. None, none, none. I don't, I don't blame him. So you know the question I I've been saying is why is every single Republican in Congress not talking about this on a regular basis why are, are they listening not? republicans out there why aren't you doing anything about it i mean you hold the power now you know whether you think these guys are guilty of something or not they still deserve and they still have a right to their due process they're not getting that even if you're a crazy angry um uh, triggered maga hating democrat if you care about the law. The law should be followed. The reason that we have a free country is because laws are there to protect us. And in order for laws to protect us, they have to be followed. Laws are not being followed here. Not any longer. No. No, Unless you're, I mean, the only laws that people have any access to anything fair is a criminal. We live in a lawless banana republic at this point. We totally do. Totally. Well, they call it the, the criminal process system, don't they? Criminal process. I mean, any time that you go to, to jail or whatever, you're a criminal until you're proving guilty. Uh, you know? Yeah. It's not. It didn't used to be that way. <sighs> you used to be innocent until proven guilty. These poor guys, I don't know how long they're going to be there. So I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, I mentioned, and I think actually... Um, he actually mentioned this too about these informants okay and this has been mentioned numerous times 
by various people that there were informants in the crowd during the January 6th thing. Now, remember, okay, I want you to remember that Nancy Pelosi had offered to her, and and she was warned that, well, you know, I think there's going to be a huge crowd here in Washington, and there's a potential for some things to go wrong. You need to bring in, you know, the National Guard and President Trump gave, you know, he can't order the National Guard in, okay? All he can do is say, um, I will, you know, I will approve that. If you request the National Guard, you can bring them in, you know? They could have brought the National Guard in. They could have kept the peace, but they didn't want to keep the peace. I'm telling you, people, this was all planned. This was planned. They wanted there to be violence. And I believe Nancy Pelosi was the head of it. I mean, yeah, she was like orchestrated the whole thing. I mean, she got them uh, Trump hats, MAGA hats, you know, to wear during the violence that was incited or whatever. But you had proof that she actually opened the doors for them to come in. Okay, so I want to, um, let's see, I've got a, <clears throat> here's a thing by Tucker Carlson. And I, got, I want you guys to hear this. Okay, hold on here. This is kind of a wonky site here. Where he's talking about the informants out in the crowd, the the FBI informants. Okay, so here, give me a second here. Tucker Carlson just really gets down on everything. Okay, here we go. In my head, as I watch this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks, that U.S. Law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought there was it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought that. Um, and then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, Stephen Sund, in an interview that was never aired on Fox. By the way, I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stephen Sund was the totally non-political worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. How many of you not ha- have not heard that before? So we want to go to another story um, that's been brewing tonight. So for weeks, as you... Hold on, I'll play that one in a little bit. Um... How many of you not heard that? I've heard it hundreds of times. I, you know, Tucker Carlson was talking about this stuff going on, and he he had received all of those um, videos from January 6th. He got to run one show, and then very shortly after that, he was fired from Fox. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear it? No. Mm-hmm. You know, either, either Fox is complicit in covering up all of this corruption or Fox is simply a coward and they don't want to take the heat for I'm, exposing the truth. I'm going with the cowards. Yeah. yeah I, they I, know I, the truth, but they're afraid. Yeah. that I think everybody's afraid. Mm-hmm. Everybody is afraid right now of our government. 
Is as, that the is all that, good reason to yes. be? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because these people have unlimited power. They can they can SWAT you. They can send in a bunch of people with assault rifles to come in in mili- a military style assault and haul you away. And you might get put in a gulag and and have your due process withheld and never be seen again. Or you may be disappeared. This is what. This is what happens in the United States of America now. We no longer live in a free country because the government is ran by a bunch of corrupt criminals which are above the law. We live in a two-tier justice system in this country now. We have those in power which can do whatever they want. They can insider trade. They can commit crimes. They can sell. They can sell out our country to foreign enemies. And they have. And they have. Mm-hmm. Like the Bidens, all of this money getting transferred to the Bidens, mm-hmm. and yet the DOJ is not doing anything about it. Merrick Garland, do we really think he's going to do anything about it? The IRS is not doing anything about it. Remember Lois Lerner, Lerner from years ago? Remember her, Stella? No. Oh, you, do? you don't remember Lois Lerner? No. Okay. Lois Lerner at the time, uh, and I can't remember when this was, this was several years ago, maybe longer, but she was going after uh, Republic, uh, well, Republican 501c3 groups, from what I remember, going after them. Only the Republican ones. Only them. Okay. Targeting them. She was running the IRS at the time. Well, she got caught doing it. So, well, she was fired, but nothing ever happened to her. And the whole thing got swept under the rug. Well, it, it, she, it, she probably got a higher paid position somewhere else. For I would her, not for her doubt loy- it. her loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, you know, we got to do the dog and pony show and, and pretend like uh, you're, you're being... But no, but realistically, she probably got uh, um, fired with benefits and uh, her her all of her government benefits and, and her a, health and a better paying job and a better paying job <laughs> and health care and retirement and everything. She probably got the whole works. I'm sure she got the golden parachute. Nice. Yeah. God, I want one of those golden parachutes. <laughs> um. So anyway. So there's this, uh, there's this guy, you know, we talk about the federal agents in the crowd. And, and I've mentioned this one before. I've mentioned about this guy by the name of Ray Epps. And I'm going to re- remind you guys of this guy, okay? He was never charged with anything, Ray Epps. Never. He was never charged. And let's see if I can find, uh, see, let me find that one. Hold on. Go ahead, Stella. He probably never even spent a day in jail or anything. No, he didn't. No, because he was, yeah, and he and they got pictures of him there, you know. Well, I'm going to show you the pictures. I'm going to show you the video. We're going to show you the proof. <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see here. Ray Epps inciting violence. Okay, so here we go. So we want to go to another story um, that's been brewing tonight. So for weeks, Tucker Carlson as you know, again. the January 6th committee has been holding hearings. They've been widely covered on the other channels. We haven't seen the news value in them. But there is a bit of news to emerge from that story, and we want to get to it now. So the New York Times has written hundreds and hundreds of articles about January 6th since it happened, describing it as a riot, an insurrection, 
As part of its coverage, last summer, the Times published a video documentary in which the Times reported that one man was actually caught on camera planning an insurrection, encouraging a breach of the Capitol complex. That man's name is Ray Epps. Now, the New York Times noted that Epps was videotaped on both January 5th and January 6th, urging protesters to storm the Capitol. Here it is. We need to go in to the Capitol. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Now, in a lot of ways, that's the strangest video to emerge from January 6th. We played it several times in this show. Quote, we need to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol, Ray Epps tells the crowd. He says it repeatedly. He's so emphatic about it, encouraging other people to commit a crime, that the crowd around him decides he must be a federal agent. They began chanting, as you just heard, Fed, Fed. So shortly after that video surfaced, the FBI placed Ray Epps on a list of people wanted for questioning, and they released it to the public. And you can understand why they did that. According to the Justice Department, what Ray Epps did on that video is a federal crime. In fact, the Biden administration has charged several people with seditious conspiracy for doing precisely what you just saw Ray Epps do, urging others to enter the Capitol complex on January 6th. Here, for example, is a quote from a DOJ press release. It describes the federal case against five members of the so-called Proud Boys, the group you're supposed to be terrified of. Quote, on January 6th, 2021, the Defendants directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd onto the Capitol grounds and into the Capitol, end quote. Again, that's what you just saw Ray Epps tried to do. But here's the difference. Others who have done that are in prison or facing long terms in prison. But no charges have ever been filed against Ray Epps, despite the fact there's no question he did it, because once more, it's on tape. That's very strange. It just is. And we don't care how many people call us names for pointing that out. It is strange. And we'd like an answer to what the heck is going on. Now, we've asked Ray Epps on this show repeatedly to explain why he thinks he has escaped prosecution. And we'll ask him once again tonight. And we will keep asking because we think it is a very obvious and important question that gets to the heart of what is this exactly. But it's amazing how little Democrats want to hear about this. Again, Nancy Pelosi and Liz Cheney have spent the last year staging an investigation at great expense and then a series of public show trials arresting people in their homes, supposedly designed to discover how and why January 6th happened. But they remain curiously uninterested in the Epps case. We've got what seems like an actual insurrectionist on tape, but they don't want to talk about it. And they definitely don't want you to talk about it or ask any questions. As if to prove that point, the New York Times just ran a piece explaining that when you ask questions about Ray Epps, you are committing a moral crime, maybe even helping Putin. The piece was entitled, It's Just Been Hell, Life as the Victim of a January 6th Conspiracy Theory. Oh, so Ray Epps, the guy telling people to breach the Capitol, is now, in the words of the New York Times, a victim, a victim of your unrestrained curiosity. Now, this piece was written by a reporter who has spent years shilling openly for the intelligence agency may give you some sense of where the storyline comes from. Like the agencies themselves, the New York Times piece was highly deceptive. For example, the New York Times says that Epps was, quote, taped urging people to go to the Capitol. Oh, but that's not what the tape shows. Ray Epps was doing something very different. Ray Epps was urging people to go into the Capitol, not to the Capitol, 
And there's a big difference legally. One is a crime, according to the DOJ, and the other is not a crime. And that's not all Ray Epps did. Epps also told people what they should do once they got inside the Capitol, and that's on video, too. This is just minutes before the first breach of the building that day. Watch. One more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in, Are we going to get arrested leave if we go this up here. There? You don't need to get shot. When we go in, leave this here. What does that mean? Well, for some reason, the New York Times reporter didn't ask Ray Epps what he meant by that. Now, the reporter spent a day talking to Epps. It was a day-long conversation, according to the story. But that question never came up. No meaningful question came up. It's all very strange. The New York Times is mounting a propaganda campaign on behalf of a self-described Trump voter insurrectionist. Now, this is the same paper that cheered Ashley Babbitt's death but this same paper is weeping for Ray Epps because people have been mean to him online? Hmm. It's almost like they're trying to cover something up. You think? Now, buried near the end of the New York Times piece, there's a hint. We find this line, quote, Mr. Epps also said he regretted sending a text to his nephew well after the violence had erupted, in which he discussed how he helped orchestrate the movements of people who were leaving Mr. Trump's speech near the White House by pointing them in the direction of the Capitol. Really? What was in that text? We'd never heard of that before, and it kind of makes you think the entire New York Times piece was written to drop that little bomblet at the end in the least damaging way. Now, we'd never seen that text message before. What exactly did Ray Epps say to his nephew? Have prosecutors reviewed that text? The New York Times doesn't no. tell us. Nor does the New York Times tell us whether Ray Epps has had any contact with any federal agencies in the period before January 6th. That's the core question. But they didn't ask it. Why is that? Seems like a major omission. But don't ask more questions, commands the New York Times. Otherwise, Ray Epps may be killed by Mexican drug cartels. Mexican drug cartels? What do they have to do with this? We're not sure. But according to the paper, there are people who have heard, quote, some cartel members talking about killing Mr. Epps. Right, because the drug cartels are committed Trump voters and they feel betrayed by Ray Epps. Maybe they're queuing on people, too. This is highly strange, mm -hmm. and if you're going to spend more than a year looking into January 6th and you ignore this, then it's more than strange. It's an indictment of your motives. Darren Beatty is one of the reasons this piece was first written. He's the editor of Revolver News, which published the first stories about Ray Epps. Obviously, the New York Times is very worried about his reporting. Okay, so... Drug car, isn't that interesting? Mexican drug cartels. You know how I've been talking about how I believe that part of what is going on with the uh, the just the allowing of the illegal immigration coming across the southern border is that the Democrat Party are receiving payouts to allow this to happen. They're receiving. I mean, there's a huge amount of money, and I mean, if you guys watched the Sound of Freedom at the movie theater recently, there's a huge amount of money exchanging uh, hands for the sexualization and uh, and taking these little children and bringing them into uh, prostitution. And, and it's funny that they would mention drug cartels might be wanting to kill Ray Epps. How does that connect to January 6th? Unless that the drug cartel is concerned that these Democrats get exposed and then it would also lead to them. Have you ever looked up the meaning of the word cartel? No, what is it? It's an agreement between the 
criminal background and the government. It's it's an agreement. The cartel is. That's what it is. So what do you think it was like when uh, the first flood of the immigration started coming through the gates and they were trying to get the drugs through? And what did your governor do? She took the people off the checkpoints and everything and said, go give water to the babies and diapers and help them change them and take care of the babies, all the illegal immigrants. So they were taken off the off their little checkpoints. We went over there. You can go up and down. The cameras were twisted around. There was no evidence of anybody going in between the checkpoints anymore. But that wasn't enough because uh, there was still police on the road. So she took the state police off the highway to come control Albuquerque's crime, uh, all the crime in Albuquerque. Even though they did arrest a lot of people, they were let go immediately because we have catch and release. So she took all the state police off the roads and all these rigs were going by and you could smell all this. We were recording it. All, you could smell it. You can hear people in trucks being transported. And they were all, all got through because the checkpoints were wide open. And so then when one state police officer caught one rig, he was falling asleep. And I think they had like three thirty million million worth of fentanyl, heroin, and all kinds of drugs. They lost, the cartel lost that one, and it in, enraged them. So she took the state police off the highways till all the trucks flooded through. They have to go through the Interstate 40 or through New, New Mexico to distribute the drugs. But that's what your governor did. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you're telling me that she didn't make anything off of that? Out of all that drugs of rushing through there, rigs and rigs. I mean, before there was all sorts of stash houses on that side of the border, and it was hard to get, you know, drugs across. They caught them, you know, in gas tanks uh, with none outfits. They caught them a lot. But once they opened up those borders, those stash houses now are all crashed and they're empty. They all got through. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I think I think that almost every... <laughs> Democrat in the Democrat Party is somehow, I. It's like they're all working together. I, I, I think they're on th- somebody's payroll. They're on somebody's payroll. They're enriching themselves. I think. I think as soon as they get in there, or probably even before they get in there, they already know what the deal is. And and you know they come in there and they may not have very much money when they first come into office, but after they're in there a short amount of time, they're they millionaires. become billionaires. Millionaires. Look at the bartender AOC. Yeah. Yeah, she's a bartender, the bartender for God's sake. I'm sure she's a millionaire by now. She is a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. unbelievable. Uh-huh. That should be highly suspicious. Keep follow your, the keep mo- your eyes on follow ga- the money. Keep your eyes on that Gabe Vasquez guy. That yeah, for the Congress, the one. Yeah. Keep an eye on him because he's high on abortion and everything else. He's he looks like he's getting well paid now. He'll probably be a millionaire real soon. Oh God! Uh-huh. All right. So in the next um, next segment. I want to talk just a little bit more on this topic because apparently now Fox News is being sued by Ray Epps. Did you hear that story? Jeez. <laughs> it's like, really? He's a victim. He's a He's victim. A victim. <laughs> Ray Epps is a victim. I could cry for him. We're going to talk a little bit more. And then I want to, and I want to talk about this, uh, this, uh, this congressional hearing on censorship that occurred yesterday. Uh, that's a really good one, and I got a lot to say about that one. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We will be right back.
Have you been wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Hey there, Stella. Hey there. Looks like we got a caller on a uh, caller coming yes, in. There's definitely one. Yeah, let's check it out. All right. Because uh, hey, caller. When Jesus. You're on. Hey. You're on the line with oh, Becca God. and Stella. What's going on? Who is this? Becca, this is William, uh, the horn player. The last time we were in person was at the, Eddie Aragon's uh, 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 big thing at, at the his announcement for mayor, right? Okay. That's why it's been a while, went, yeah. We went to, yes, it's been a while. I haven't seen you since then. But now, because of you and Stella, I joined Rumble. All right, and, oh. I, and, I, and I'm your and I'm your thirty third of uh, what, what do they call that? A follower. Follower, nice. Yeah, I'm we, your I, we've I, been picking I, up I, new I followers on shirt. Rumble every week. <laughs> yes, but see, now I'm a member of Rumble, but I'm your thirty third, which I thought was a good number. Yeah, congratulations. And, yeah, <laughs> you you may you may remember me from Eddie's Eddie's announcement, uh, uh, and then we went to the bar where they named a beer after him, and then you were sitting across from me, and I had a trumpet, 
and you said you yes. used to play trombone. I remember. You always wanted to play. You, you wanted to play trumpet, and I lent you my trumpet. Yeah, yeah. And then you and had so, the plastic trumpet. So that, I remember. I had a plastic <laughs> trumpet, but I also had a student trumpet. That a student trumpet, but I, I, but, but that's that last time I saw you in person. But you know what? I've been listening to you too, you and Stella, on Saturdays, and I thought, wait a minute. They say they're live on Rumble. Why don't I just watch them on Rumble? And then I could. And then I said, well, become a member. I said, I'm going to become a member because I, I think Rumble is a good, uh, a viable option. I'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah. To, 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 to the restrictive, like uh, YouTube, which is owned by Google, which right, is right, very right, restrictive. Right. I hate restriction. I hate restriction. Yeah. So I, see, I saw you. I've, I've been seeing you both, both of you, both you, Becca, and uh, uh, Stella, live. And then I thought, well, they have the number. Why yeah. don't I just call in and well, just check thank in? You. Thank you. Thank know you what? for calling in. You, you, no, you're so excellent. You, Becca, you have... I want to say something about your face. You don't wrinkle your face. You don't do that. Occasionally on your left eyebrow <laughs> above, but see, you're, you're, you're so clear-faced. You have, you have like the face of like an angel. <laughs> well, thank you, William. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, no, not disturbed by anything. Even when you're speaking passionately, your face is very, it's not blank. It's just not disturbed. Right. And then, then when I watch, just watch, you, you both put on Tucker Carlson. He rarely, rarely it, 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 it gets out of his, his like straight face. Right. It's just the straight truth. It's just the straight truth. And when you deliver it, when you and like Tucker, people like you and Tucker deliver that, it's just straight. And you know what? It shows a calmness. It shows a steadiness. It shows a non-reactive. It's just the straight truth. I well, love that. Thank you. And man. I've been praying for you. Thank I've been you. praying for you. I've been praying for you to get Beyond, beyond just, I remember calling in when you were still working for Eddie. Yeah, yeah. And then you and Eddie fell out. And you know what? You were no longer on that station, but then you got this one. KDAZ, right? KDAZ? KDAZ, KDAZ is like that. the best. <laughs> yeah, yes. And I listened to other talk show hosts on that. At night, because I work nights, so yeah. I listen to that station, right? So I'm a radio guy. I'm not a TV guy at all. I'm yeah. only radio. And I, I and then and then so that station is very vital to me. And you're on that station, and you got your own show out of all that chaos that happened after Eddie. That was a Eddie's mess. Eddie's difficult. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's difficult, but see, you are not difficult. You are a reasonable, fine woman. And Thank you, William. And you are a great radio you know, host. You know, William, oh, I am actually got, pretty darn smoke. easy to get along with. <laughs> yes, you are. 
I've met you in person. You're very yeah. easy to get along. I used to go to the rallies. I always brought my horn. But the point is this. You got Stella. Stella is like totally grounded. She's like Chicana. Isn't she she's great? Like the, from the Chicana point of view. You want to say hi, and, Stella? Yeah, she's Here. very great. Yes. I love I love Stella. <laughs> and I'm looking at her and, and you 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 know what? You're generous. You're generous. You give it to her. She says, what do you have to say, Stella? And Stella oh. will say what she has to say. And Stella is always informed. Stella knows exactly what she's going to comment on from what you said, and you give it to her. You, you two are great co-hosts. Oh, oh, yeah, I love this. Now I'm a member of Rumble. I'm going to be watching you on Friday at this time instead of waiting on Saturday when I get the, I can't call in. Yeah. I'm calling in now because it's live. Oh, yeah. you two. Oh, Thank you. Becca. You're excellent. Stella, <laughs> you're a most excellent co-host, and you're very informed. Oh, I love you both. We, so, lo we love you too, William. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you. What a burst of sunshine you yes, are. Absolutely. I'm going to keep watching. I'm a member of Rumble. I'm a member of Rumble, so I'm going to be watching so, live so, so William, and calling in. William, what's, yeah. your, th what's your thoughts on, on, the, on what we've been talking about today? Like the January 6th. Your thoughts. Yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it's a total, it's a total scam, and the thing is that it's called lawfare. You guys use that word. It's called lawfare. lawfare. They're trying to turn it. It's it, it's a communist. It's a communist. It's, it's communist tactics, and I will be damned if I will let the communists take over. You know that Trump. Trump said that. Hey, Trump William. Said, William, can you do me a little favor? Never, Whatever you got going in the background, can you turn it down? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, at first, yes. I was thinking yes. it was my equipment somewhere. I was going, scrambling, going through. So where's that coming from? No, it's coming from you. That's way better. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Thank sorry. you. I'm sorry. You know what? You know what? I, I know you're adjusting, uh, uh, Becca, but you know what? You're a very excellent, excellent radio host. And getting Stella up there alongside you, ah, uh, you two are a great team. <laughs> but the point is this. The point is this. You're, you're learning as you go. And you know what? You're good as you go. <laughs> Thank you're you. You're very good as you go. <laughs> and you've got a great radio voice. I have and, heard that. Some people don't know if you're male or female. But you know what? I know you're female. I, I met <laughs> you met in person. <laughs> but you know what? I, no, I've met, I've met you in person. I've met, met you at rallies. And yeah. Stuff. I've, I've met you. So the thing is, I know you're female, but you know what? I've watched you change yeah. into becoming the person that you are. You, you, you're becoming more the person that you are as a radio host. And, and I don't know if you're doing, uh, I don't, I don't really watch, uh, what do they call that? A podcast. Yeah. I don't really yeah. watch that stuff, but I'm very keen. I'm very keen on what's going on locally. And you're right there. Thank you. And the thing is, is that, you're on the verge of becoming something else. And I prayed to God, I prayed to Jesus about this, that you would become something more. Because, see, I'm only the 33rd follower, right, on yeah. Rumble. But that doesn't mean others aren't watching you. Oh no! I get I, you and, know we get a lot of we get a lot of watchers every week, and the one thing I have noticed on Rumble, and it's my favorite platform because they're truly a freedom yeah. platform, is that every week yeah. I get like 
one or two more followers. It's like it just build. It's slowly yeah. building every week. A, you know, fine. a couple more followers every week. So yeah, yeah. But that's how Jesus. That's how Jesus established his ministry. Yeah. He was like only little bit miracles here or there, and then yeah. he picked the twelve, and then a little bit more miracles, and said, "Don't tell anybody what I do." And <laughs> yeah. then they did, and then he. Yeah. So the thing is, look. You're, you're, you're approaching this the right way. And, uh, you know, the rejection from Eddie, it ejected, ejected you to a better platform. And the, I, I love KDAZ. I love that. You know, station. William, I, I you know, I, 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 I look at these things like this. It's like one thing I've discovered uh, throughout my life, especially the last few years, I have found that right. you have to pay attention to when God closes a door that he's exactly. doing that for a reason, and I and I found if you exactly. have your eyes open and you're paying attention to what's and I and I tell people my listeners this all the time that if you have a door closed rather than to dwell on that door that was closed, um, which probably exactly. when it was open it served its purpose. Um, you got to watch for the other door that opens because God has exactly. has something else in mind for you. And and I was even telling exactly. people this during the scandemic, and it's like in which their jobs were threatened. It's like maybe it's time for you to leave that job. Maybe it's time. Do you really want to work exactly. for someone that's going to force you to be experimented on with an with an experimental injection? Do you really want to work for somebody that cares that little about you and keep you oppressed? Yes. Exactly. Yes. So you got to watch see, for doors here, that are closed and do- new doors that are opened. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Becca. It's it, it when it's a little bit harder. Are you willing to stand up to that hardness and stand your ground or yeah. leave? And so the thing is, God tests us in little. I've I've known people that say, "I want to do big things for God," and then I say, I've always answered that. What about the little things? Because what about the things that nobody knows about? What about the things that God's testing you in, little things that you're faithful in to obey him and to comply with him rather than the world? And, and you know, what about the things you'll never be known about? And so the thing is, is that, look, I've watched you incrementally ascend into what you're now now. You are your own talk show. You decide. I heard it just early before I called. He said, you pick the, the subject. You pick the guest. You pick the format. You pick everything. It, you, there's no producer. No, that's me. Unless you count Stella. <laughs> unless you count Stella. But Stella, Stella's right there as your companion. It's like, wow, it's great to have a, a co-host. It's Good. great She's to have. It's great to have somebody to talk Stella. to. To talk to, you know, I look forward to Stella coming in here every work week because uh, she. I look. I can, can look at her. I can her. converse with her. We can bounce things off each other, and I think that's exactly. very, very important. So even when I have a, a loser guest that doesn't show up like the one today, um, it doesn't exactly. matter because the show goes oh, I on. I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> oh, I heard. I heard you say. I heard you say, Becca. Pull me once. Never again. <laughs> That's right. I heard you say that. That's right. You you're had tough. your chance. You're a tough chick. You no, you're a tough chick. She's the I boss. I love tough chicks. <laughs> I love tough. You're both tough chicks. You're both tough 
chicks. I love tough chicks. Thank you, William. I'm not a sexist. I love tough chicks. Oh, and you know what? You you said that. And you know what? You both have been carrying the show. And then I said, wait a minute. I can call in. I'm now I'm a member. I can call in. Yeah, you can. And it's like, hey. And I did. Yeah. We appreciate and you, I William. Affirm, I affirm you both. I affirm you both. Stella, yes. I affirm you. And Becca, I affirm you. And guess what? Keep doing what you're doing. God Th- bless you, Thank William. you, William. Call in anytime, yes, okay? God and keep listening. You. Yes. I will. We I appreciate will. And, you. And I and, won't hesitate. Do, when, I, when I'm prompted, when I'm prompted to, I will call in. And do me a favor, William, and everybody else that's watching on Rumble right now on Facebook, just click that little thumbs up button on uh, that you, you see there on it. Click oh. on that thumbs up and give us a thumbs up. All right. So and do that on Facebook too. I'll click on the click on the I'll, like. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know I could do that. Oh so yeah, I'm, you can click. Now a, that I'm a member of. That's I'm right. Now that. that you're logged in, you can do that. <laughs> so William, call in anytime. Yeah. Okay. Besos right. para ti. Yeah. Nice. Is thank gr- you, Becca. I it, love you two chicks. You're thank you. So tough. It was. I love that. It was great hearing from you, William. <laughs> yes. All right. Have yeah. a great weekend. Thank you. Bye. Thank okay. you, Becca, <laughs> and and you both have a great weekend too. Okay. See thank ya. you. Mm, bye. Wow, what a great call! Yes, what, a, what an encouraging call. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember him. I met him at a at a. a we were at uh, I think is the Kilcheck Brewing Company. We were there, and I was uh, sitting there at a table, and he had this plastic trumpet. Did it I, work? It worked. Ah. I've never heard of a plastic trumpet before. It actually worked. It was amazing. He was playing it too. So anyway, he's quite a musician. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so wow, where were we? I kind of lost track there for a minute. Uh, oh, wow, it's like yeah. my I got a really big head now. Really, here I yeah, pulled, pulled all that praise down the hair a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so. I was playing the thing about Tucker Carlson in which uh, he was uh, talking about this January 6th stuff, and, and poor Ray Epps, he's such a victim. Yes. I, you know, but here's the interesting thing about Ray Epps. It's like there was all, there's all this video footage caught on video. There are people that have literally been rotting in D.C. gulags for over two years now for simply going into the Capitol, not assaulting anybody, not breaking any windows, uh, not doing anything like that, not going and, and uh, you know, uh, assaulting uh, congressmen or anything like that. Their only crime was to be a patriot and a conservative. Be a patriot and speak up and, mm-hmm. and, and use their freedom of speech. Yeah. But yet Ray Epps, now here's an interesting thing. I heard about Ray Epps, and this is something I actually just heard over the past couple of days. Ray Epps actually did not attend the Trump rally. Do you find that suspicious or not? Very. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Uh Um, He did not attend the Trump rally. He was only at the Capitol. I I find that to be very suspicious. I wonder how much money he made off that. I kind of wonder. Yeah. Okay. Nobody does anything that crazy for free. No. So you saw the videos in which he's inciting violence. He's clearly inciting violence. Multiple, just one video after the other. Tucker Carlson exposed that. And yet he was not even charged with anything. It must be sweet how to be on the side of corruption. Yeah. He wasn't even charged. Yeah. And didn't weren't you telling me during the break that Ray Epps has disappeared and now he's not anywhere to be found? Yeah, that they, they're gonna have to leave the country because uh, I heard that he, there was a lot of threats to him and his family. Uh huh. So he's worried about his family. And um, 
Don't you know that he probably uh, received a lot of money for what he did? Of course he did. And he probably got, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he's now, he probably got brought into basically the witness protection program, something similar to that, in which the government has somehow put him up really, really nicely someplace for assisting them in creating that, basically that Kristallnacht event in which uh, all of this, all of this got started. All of this nonsense that's going on right now got started on that day. That was the pivotal moment. Mm-hmm. But he's living very well, probably, with the money that he got from it. And he's being very protected. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe it was worth it. Yeah. None of the none of the none of the uh, leftist news agencies is interested in Ray Epps. And, and when Tucker Carlson brought it up, um, it, it got ignored. And no. yet, and yet here... Yeah, when he brought up the January 6th altogether, they chased him out of Fox. They were terrified he's going to keep leaking all the information oh, yeah. that he had. He only got to—Tucker Carlson only got to do that one expose on Fox News. He had tons and tons of video footage, and they fired him right after that. Mm-hmm. Right after that, he was gone. Mm-hmm. And now, apparently, Fox News has been hit with another defamation lawsuit by Ray Epps. He, he didn't get enough money. He wants more. They get so greedy, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> or do you think that that's just a setup, too? Just to I make think it's it another distraction. I, I, think that, I think that the same people that probably paid Ray Epps to do what he did and to incite violence, not to mention all of the uh, FBI informants that were filling that crowd that were also pro- I wouldn't be a bit surprised if a lot of those people were also the ones that were that were pushing the barricades and 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 basically driving the crowd and breaking the windows uh, into the Capitol and creating the violence and from what I understand um, what was her name uh, the one that got shot um, the one that got killed yes Oh. Why why am I having trouble remember her name right now? Uh, Somebody, anyway. But from what I understand, she was being pushed by the crowd, and and I remember somebody saying that she actually was simply trying to get away from the crowd, and she wasn't causing any damage or ruckus no. or anything. And she so. was an she was a military veteran too. That yeah, served honorably. I and heard she, that. And then yeah. she was shot and killed. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Is there anything else on that you want to mention, Stella? I, I don't want to know. On? Remember the guy with the horns? He got released. Finally. Well, did he sign a, one of these 5K1s, maybe? I wonder. Well, because how come he's released and he's like, seemed like. Well, because that footage came out that made it obvious that uh, literally the Capitol, uh, the, the Capitol Police, whoever was in, in charge there, actually led him around the building. He was let in and escorted. Like a tour. Yeah, like a tour. Yeah. And if you look at the video, he w- it was like a tour. Oh, we got another call. Oh, this okay. is this is Tamper again. Okay. okay. Let's, okay. <laughs> let's, let's see what she has to say. Okay. What's going on, Tamara? <laughs> Ashley Babbitt. Ash, there we go. Ashley Babbitt. Yes. Mickey. Oh, man. I always forget Mickey's last name. Will Hoft or something like yeah, that. Yeah, her mother. Mickey's last name. Yeah. Yeah. She's her a feist, feisty lady. I like her. Anyway. Oh, hey. yeah. You yeah. should really check out my videos when I send them to your Oh, messenger. I do. I, wa- I watch them. I watch them. 
Oh, okay. Tamara, Tamara floods me yeah. with videos. Sometimes she floods me with some really boring videos with nothing happening. It's like Tamara, this is just <laughs> watching somebody driving down the road for hours. It's like it's like it, some some of these videos are like watching like a, a ghost hunters uh, episode or something <laughs> in which unless you're what you you they you you when you're done watching the hour episode, you're wondering, God, I can't get that hour of my life back. I yeah. I sat there and watched <laughs> and nothing happened. I've had those. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, it's called surveillance. <laughs> surveillance. Express, Do you know? Uh, Josh Fulfer, Oreo Express, just did three days. Yes. At Eagle Pass. You know, showing the lies of Babbitt and all them. Right. The showboaters. Yeah. The thing about surveillance, uh, the unfortunate thing about surveillance, though, is if in, unless you're being shown just the part of the surveillance in which something is happening, a lot of stuff with surveillance is just waiting and nothing happening. I know this because many years ago I had a friend of mine that was a private investigator, and he would take on cases. like a, He got a lot of cases from people that were like uh, spouses that, that suspected their, their spouse was cheating on and them. And he wasted a lot of time. And I went with him on one of these stakeouts one time and it was a lot of fun because we went there in his van with the blacked out windows and stuff like that and just sat outside this woman's house and the husband had pretended to go out of town and you know he paid him paid him a couple hundred bucks to you know to stake it out and i kid you not i mean like clockwork you know as soon as she thought he was gone three guys showed up and three three guys wow. showed up and, and they and they went out and uh, we followed them they went to a restaurant they were out for hours and then they all came back together and all went back into the apartment together and stayed there and stayed there and the lights went out oh so there was some yeah 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 anyway. well you can skip through so the, that was as long as you don't watch them right when they're right when they're live you can skip through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and look for yeah. The action, yeah. but also, yes. Um, one of the troopers told Josh, and this is recent number. Uh huh. And of course, Josh already knew, but anyway, because yeah. these live streamers know everything, because um, <laughs> they travel around the country in surveillance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one of the troopers told him, "Did you know that just recently?" 85,000 kids have disappeared. Right, I know that. Yeah, I've mentioned that I've mentioned that a number of times. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's just recent and that's Americans and other countries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got Mike yeah. uh, a Mike on Facebook. He said uh, that they're using due process to bankrupt Trump. Well, they're going to try. It's going to take a lot of work to bankrupt Trump. Uh, they don't really care about a conviction. It's a smear campaign intended to keep him distracted and occupied while making Trump appear to be controversial. It is a malicious pro uh, prosecution, but it serves their purpose. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They don't care yeah. if they're ultimately going to get a conviction on anything. They're just going to keep throwing the mud against the wall and, and to, to basically try to make Trump look all bloodied up for the for the election. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. But I think it's yeah. it's it's going it's hitting them backwards. I mean, it's working against them because now people are just defending him and rushing and wondering what they're going to do to him next. And because they haven't proven anything in the past, all of this is just BS and they know it. They know they're not going to prove anything. There's they, nothing to prove. They don't, they don't care if they're going to prove anything. That's not the point. The mm -hmm. point is just one indictment after the other, and just they just want it. They don't. They are desperate 
for Trump not to get elected president because once he does, once he gets elected, they believe that the that the gig is up. Yeah, but I think the more they throw at him, it's a lot of free advertising for him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Tamara, anything else? Um, well, they showed the troopers are trying to be good guys, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh talked to him a couple times. Oh, at this one, Charlie, oh, shoot, I, Charlie Camp or something like that, that Josh found while he was directing a friend. Um, he asked, what, you know, because there was all these white vehicles and... You know, he was trying to find out about that. And, but some of the troopers are doing good, but the border patrol, they're being really bad. Um, but they are cutting, you know, because the news and all that is acting like, oh, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't be keeping people from crossing the border, the razor wire and all that. Yeah, yeah. So they're cutting the razor wire, they're opening it for the people. Tamara, you got this. 30 seconds. We're coming up against a break. Oh, okay. Well, they should be keeping it closed. They should be keeping them from yeah, coming over. They should be. And if, they, if they're if they sneaking across illegally and getting caught in the razor wire, whose fault is that? Yeah, that's their yeah, fault. That is. Don't open it and help them. All right, Tamara. We'll catch yeah, you next time, okay? Believe- yeah. Okay. All righty. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. Mm, bye. All right. Bye. All right, guys, so we're going to take another break here, um, If and the lines are open And once we're off the break. And, and by the way, um, my friend Mark uh, uh, posted on Rumble, says, how much did you pay William? I didn't pay him anything. That <laughs> was a really? complete surprise. <laughs> it was a shock, yeah. <laughs> it was. It's like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, anyway. Don't be a hater, Mark. You know we're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so in the next, uh, in the thir- we're coming up with the third hour, we're going to, talk about this uh, censorship hearing that uh, happened yesterday, and I got lots to say about that. I watched the whole painful thing and took a lot of notes. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. 